Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Enjoy. Good evening and welcome to tonight's uh, bit of a hybrid approach to our main podcast where the first thing we're going to concentrate on uh, is the BNC that uh, Jay just couldn't pull himself together to do with me. Uh, I think he's avoiding me. He's, he's, he's got issues with me, hasn't he? So um, we'll talk about the game. We'll talk about um, uh, the result uh, and then that will lead us nicely into the predictions and then onward into the main podcast. Uh, so I'll just say hello. Smarty, how are you doing? Hello, good evening. Well, thank you. Luke, how are you doing? How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you uh, for asking. Uh, yeah, not too bad at all. I feel rather fresh for a Tuesday after a, uh, a relatively heavy weekend by my by my account. <laughs> a relatively heavy weekend by your mate. account. <laughs> it was by my account. That's a yeah. heavy weekend. I was I was drinking, still drinking when people were coming in to use the gym on Sunday morning. <laughs> God, There's why are we drinking thing. in the gym? I wasn't in the gym. I was outside, waiting for people to come in so I could slaver. Choose life, not the gym. Just be fucking, just be a disgrace like me. Yeah. Right, we'll but, get into an intro. We'll get into it. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> I look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds hating bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. So, the first half. Um, didn't really qualify for the nothing spectacular, did it? It was uh, it, it was a, a pretty good uh, a, a pretty good half of football for us, I think. Um, Smarty, um, just if we if we focus on the first half and, and cover that off, and then we move into the second half and, and what we felt about that. Um, it, it was enjoyable, wasn't it? It was nice. It, 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 it was a nice half of football. It's just becoming the norm, isn't it? I suppose. Um, just a nice controlled. Um, start to to every game, I suppose. Taking it to them, getting a few goals, and then 
just sitting back and relaxing, just very controlled. Like I say, it just it's weird in a way, isn't it? Because you, sometimes you, when you're watching the lads, you just think something's going to go wrong here. Something's going to happen. <laughs> this is just too good. This is too nice. Um, you know, others have said it, it must be like watching Man City in the Premier League. You know, they just go in there, dominate possession, dominate every sort of area and aspect of the game, and then just you know. Let let the others chase you around like a frigging like a set of idiots. I mean, Plymouth did, to be fair to them, um, did did try going a little bit toe to toe with us, and I, I, don't, I don't think they did too too badly. Obviously, apart from getting fucking stuffed two 0 in first half, but I enjoyed it. The the atmosphere was decent enough. Uh, it's a good job we're talking about the frigging second half later because it literally won a game of two halves again, very very similar to what um, Uddersfield were actually. Um, but yeah, very very good solid half. Um, some impressive performances as well. It's a bit, it's a bit of a shame to lose Sam Byron, but I think that's just a precautionary measure rather than because um, I think he wanted to play on, didn't he? I think he said. People uh, we're we're only talking about the first half, but um, but we'll but yeah, no, I, I think the update actually uh, after the game is that he's probably going to be missing for the first game back after the international yeah, break. Yeah. So, uh, well, Farker is maybe. I mean, maybe that's just a bit of cotton wool. Maybe you're right, and he's protecting him. So. But um, he's played a fair amount of football as well for somebody that, when he first joined, he was he was seen as being quite unfit uh, and needing to do some work. Yeah, and he's made a bit skits. Um, yeah, just a reminder, as ever, get in the comments, um, and and we'll we'll pick some out as we go. Um, Luke, what did you make of the lineup? Um, it was to be expected. I think I think that was pretty much what everybody expected. Uh, you know, you lose Stroke, who's, who's been captain in the side. Uh, therefore, Aileen or Cooper has to come in now. Archie Gray wasn't going to be dislodged at right back. The player that was missing was the left centre back, and it was it was just only natural that Coops came in, and he didn't do bad. Look, uh, you're going to you're going to have your Cooper haters and uh, and people who who t- you know still think that he's he's not good enough to play for Leeds United. Well, he clearly is. He, he he's still fa- been fancied as our captain by four or five managers or whatever it is now, six managers or something. Um, yeah, look, he's lost a yard of pace. He's got that little bit of an error in him, but he's, he does a job and he did a job against a, a poor Plymouth side. Um, I thought we could have gone in at half-time, maybe four or five up, realistically. Um, I listened to Farker's comments after the game, just said, look, you've got, you know, we missed, we missed four probably good goal-scoring opportunities, not just in the first half, but throughout the game. Um, and, and sometimes that can come back to bite on the arse. And I think I think in another season or, 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 or you know, in another age, we would have probably drawn or lost that game. Uh, you know, when, when we came under the cosh quite a bit toward the end of the game, um, I'll try and keep it to the first half for now. But, but yeah, going in at half-time, 2-0 up, we're cruising. You know, we weren't even... Looking at the pitch, we were singing to their fans. We were, it was, it was a good. And as Smarty said, it made for a good atmosphere. And fair fucks to Plymouth for selling up their selling yeah, out their allocation, yeah. um, <clears throat> traveling all that way. I think it took them ten hours or something, uh, one way. Um, I mean, like a twelve-hour return, one it or something. Daft, I've seen all. Sorts there were a coach stuff. journey that were that, that were that long, weren't there? Because um, yeah, when well, they were singing to Chinos, they were telling yeah. <laughs> twelve hours. Yeah, um, it, but yeah, it, it's, as as we reminded them, it's a long way to Plymouth when you ship. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, and they were. You know what? They're going to be. They're going to be. They looked like a newly promoted side. They, they looked like what what I expected Ipswich would look like. You know, they've not made many signings mm. at this level. Um, it's their big day out. You know, they're not. They're going. They're going to go to 
ourselves. They're going to go to Leicester. They're going to go to probably Sunderland's a fair old trick if they haven't already been there. Imagine how far that is. But but they're you know these big these bigger yeah. stadiums, the teams that have have a, a seeped in a little bit of history. Um, that's going to be their big day out because Plymouth Argyle were playing in almost non-league football not so long ago. So fair fucks to them. Mm. No, it's, yeah, it is. It's fair, and and I guess when you've had that recent history. They do want to make a big deal about going to some of the bigger stadiums and, and experiencing some of the atmospheres. It's, it, uh, yeah, in, in that regard, it's not a surprise that they've sold out uh, because it is one of the bigger um, games that they're going to have this season and, and, and the bigger stadiums they're going to be at. But it is a long way. So, yeah, no, fair play. And um, actually, it's good that that were a weekend fixture, isn't it? Um, because if that had been a midweek fixture, they wouldn't have been there at all. And, and that atmosphere that we saw in the first half, it is hampered by not having a um, a vocal following. I think the the, mm. the fans is a big deal for any home uh, side and any home fans as well. So it is important. Um, so uh, yeah, we covered the first half. It, it it was pretty easy. I think was you know we we were having conversations at half time and we, we were thinking it's just pretty easy. It all seemed really quite straightforward. Um, I think. At half-time and going into the second half, but at half-time when we were uh, having those conversations, is there a... It's my perception, and I'm just asking if there is a wider perception, and I think Farker kind of alluded to it earlier in the season, a thing where he doesn't really want to go for, going for the kill because he feels like he's embarrassing opponents. Do you think that factors in some of the decisions and some of the approaches? Nah, I think you'd have to be. I, I don't think there's any room for sentiment in football, uh, and certainly not at this level. Um, no, no. I think, I think, I think we did take the foot off the gas again a little bit, and it, and it showed with 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 you know with the with the intensity that we that we came out and, and playing. But but even even up until even up until they scored that goal, we were still fully in control of the game. You know, it never yeah. felt like they were going to score. You know, um, we did we did probably ease off a little bit, and we were just playing. And there was a time when we were all laying, and and you know, there's just it was it, it just felt almost too too easy, which 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 could have been dangerous. Um, it could have been it could have been you know there could have been a little bit of um, we we could have probably been a bit biting ourselves on our, on on our, on the ass in that game, and and I thought that we did well. To, to stay professional and even still when conceding to um yeah to, to not to not actually lose because there there's been times in our season over the over the recent recent history that 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 we would have lost that game and we certainly would have certainly would have conceded and again towards the end and and it almost felt like we were gonna didn't it at one stage it did I think it took that didn't it um and and I think I don't know how much of it conveys to the players but certainly in the stand you're thinking oh shit here we go again because we've seen it so many times you know with the, your Wiggins and Derbies and the, the games that stick out in the mind um, Smarty the, the, um, you mentioned um, the loss of Byram how much do you think that hurt us and how much do you think it was the loss of Byram and how, how much do you think it was a, a, a player that's not got any minutes in his legs coming on um, to be fair and it would, do you know what? There's an element of comedy with with Furpo's introduction during the game because he would get he got a bit of a, a more of a, a rapturous sort of welcome than I expected. To, if I'm totally honest, um, and he were getting cheered when he got to, when he touched the ball and stuff. I was like, "Come on, man! Is is this a piss take or are people actually that happy to see him?" Because I'm a bit confused. I don't really know. 
Um, but it were the right hand side. Well, our left. It was the, the left hand side that we got uh, we got done for, and, and, and obviously, and conceded. And it's happened again against a, t- a side where we should not be conceding. Um, you know, Uddersfield being the other game, and I, to not have two clean sheets in those games against, like we said, such poor, if we're being honest, poor opposition, is a bit of a an hard pill to swallow. Um, but you know, fair play to Plymouth. You know, the, the, the cross were all right, and the, and the finish were absolutely bang on. To be fair, you can't knock them. But again, it would hamper you having to cover for Furpo because Furpo had completely done exactly what he did last season, and what we've you know just be, <laughs> been accustomed to seeing him doing, just setting himself off into the into the sunset or whatever, and not and not coming back. And like you know, you see you see Byram. Um, and when you compare him to Furpo, you know his spatial awareness for me is is much better. Um, it, it, on on Byron's behalf, should I say, is much better than Furpo. I just wanna, it, I just want to just want to stop you there. That wasn't Furpo's fault at all. No, I'm not saying I, it was, but I the attack down on side where he wasn't. No, it, it was, was. Nampadu wasn't Ampadu's covering him. Track, wasn't it? But yeah. what I'm what I'm saying is that if Byron was on the pitch, I don't think that'd have happened. Um, but you know, no. it, I mean, it was what it is. The, 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 I mean, it's controversial. It's, from, it's an opinion. Yeah. It is what it, it came is. From at a, the end of the day, Furpo went there and just got down that side. So, yeah, it came from should a, have done better. It, but it came from a good transition started. of football there. They converted from defence to attack, counter-attack. Furpo was exactly where he should have been in Farker's system when with when with the ball. But he, won, he didn't have the ball at that point. He'd no, but he only just lost he it. It, it got, yeah, no, but it was, it was still up there. It wasn't in, it, there was at least a few touches before. Um, for, normally, Sam Byron like sits back off as soon as he's gone. He doesn't go and sit in fucking six yard box. Like, I don't know. Purple. Byron got caught out twice in the first half in exactly the I'm same not, I'm not blaming anyone. I'm not trying to turn this into a you know, mass debate or anything. All I'm saying <laughs> is that you, know, you have your mass debate after this, mate. Yeah, I'll be doing plenty of that, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a bit like I say, it's just an hard pill to swallow, and he, he's going to bear the brunt of it, isn't he? He won't there. It's his position we conceded from, and you know, it's just like I say, it's just shit to concede against another really poor poor side. We should be getting clean sheets against these teams. Manage a clean sheet against Leicester, but can't manage clean sheets against fucking <laughs> South, um, Southampton, Huddersfield, and frigging Plymouth, and Birmingham. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> well. as well. So, no, yeah. that's that's fair. I, um, so if you read some of their. Uh, Gaffer's comments after the game. Um, he actually attributes the swing comment. in the game. <laughs> it is a strange comment. He said you, you look attractive. I've always had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the strange bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, the, their manager <laughs> actually attributed the, the swing in the game to a change that they made on the 58th minute that was bringing the striker on. Um, and I really, I, I, I don't see that. Um, I don't think it was as simple as Byron went off, Furpo came on, and they had more of a foothold in the game by any no, stretch. No. Um, no. But I also don't think it was anything like, I brought this striker on and he changed the run of the game for us and we were unlucky not to get a draw kind of thing, which is what he were making out. And yeah. do you know what? That's the opposition gaffer. He's, he, he, he's going to say that sort of thing and build up his own team. But just on that, so... Um, there was an opportunity, a potential opportunity for them to score from the spot. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it back, uh, but Ampadu's challenge, either just outside or continuing into or in the box, depending on where you land on that, uh, might have got a toe to it before getting the man, might not have got any touch on it. Where, Smarty, I'll come to you first. Where are you landing on that? 
I think without VAR, it's a quite a tough deci- uh, like decision to make. I can see why there's been nothing given because it wants Stonewall enough for me. Um, it does. I suppose it depends on what side of the fence you sat on. It, it does look like he may have got the ball, but then again, it does look like he might have completely missed it. And the only thing for me is only saving grace is the ball does slightly move to the left hand side of him. Now, whether that's the um, I can't remember who it was their attacker. Where their yeah, I can't remember what the name of the Plymouth player was. Don't matter. I suppose it's irrelevant. I don't I know whether it's tipped it, up on it that way and that like came it out. It might be. I, I, I don't know whether it's come off him slightly. You know, from from uh, Ampadu fouling him or not. I don't know. But you know, we've got an equal equal sort of argument against you know the other at the other end of the pitch when Rutter was definitely pushed over. Now a lot of people have argued that saying he didn't and he looked for it. No. It, we weren't, we're only looking at one angle, and like I said, we, we can only take what we see, you know, from replays and stuff like that, from the, from the angles that are served up to us. But from my perspective, when I was watching that, he definitely was pushed over. Um, Rutter. Yeah. So you, 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 sometimes, I mean, this is the beauty of not having VAR because you're never going to get it ruined, you know. Because let's be honest, they could have taken five, ten minutes to frigging decide what he, you know. It would have been five of them sat in a fucking room somewhere wanking each other off, deciding whether they were they were fouled or not. <laughs> you know, the, the referees thought, "No, fuck you, I'm gonna." To be fair, the referee did give a lot of dodgy decisions. To be to be honest, so he gave fouls for little niggles here, there, and everywhere, and complete and absolute stonewall fouls. He just waved on as if it were nothing. It were like, <laughs> "Where the fuck have they found this guy?" You know, it was so fucking controversial. But yeah, um, yeah, it probably was a penalty. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Probably, and, but it's nice to get away with one, isn't it? And you, you brought up while we're going to ask Luke. Have, Luke, have, have you had an opportunity to see about the the one on Rutter, the the nudge in the back? Yeah, I, I, I think I think if if ones, I think I think they were both penalties. If I'm honest with you, uh, I also think there was another penalty shot. Was it on Somerville in the first half? Um, yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah. I didn't think I that think, one was as much a penalty as the other two. No, you, I, I, I don't. Them. I don't. I don't think that one was. But I think. I think. I think I think that's the give... one that Farker got booked over, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think if you're going to give any of those, I think I think you've got to give them all. Do you know what I mean? I think that 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 that, that touch and go, and it, it it just depends on the referee on the day. There's quite there quite easily could have been three penalties on the day. Um, I think it would have been very hard done to for them to for, for him to give him that penalty against, us, albeit it was a probably a penalty. Um, that uh, to to give it to uh, you know that that could have made it. Was it was it was it two nil at that time or was it already two one? Oh, I'm not certain. It was quite close. It was to still the goal two nil, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was round yeah. the goal, round the goal. And then and then you look at Rutter as well. We scored directly off the back of his foul anyway. Uh, Dan James scored in yeah. the bottom corner. So sorry. And a very well taken effort as well, actually. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks James. quite simple, but he's he's coming on leaps and bounds. Normally, Dan James, you'd Dan expect James. him to spoon that into frigging Rose <laughs> one. It was a great touch and finish. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Let's have, let, let, let's talk about Dan James because I'm I'm quite confident there was a few doubters of Dan James before this season started and people who didn't want him back. Here he is. At least he's owning it. At least he's owning it. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, I think I said in the championship he'll probably do well, but mm. but yeah, I I I wouldn't have been looking to start him if we're looking at our strongest eleven. I wouldn't have been looking at him as a starter. No, in fairness, um, no. I've got to hold my hands up. I didn't yeah, think yeah. he would be getting our starting eleven. I thought it'd have been a great. Given how well. So, um, Given how well Nonto and stuff were playing last year, you'd have expected yeah. Somerville and Nonto to be playing both wings. You, you know, yeah. Nonto a minute can't get it, can't buy his way into the team, can he? So you know, with hindsight, yeah, you, we're all right, I suppose. But I think, to be fair, all of us did expect the the players that we'd managed to keep hold of to do well in that league because really they should do, shouldn't they? 
The pre- the, yeah. Some, most yeah. of them are Premier League quality players, apart from Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, um, you, you mentioned some of them there, and, and he, he just... He's, he's ace to watch. He's just brilliant. And yeah, they're so scared of playing against him. It's, it's, it's and he's great strong as well. He's he strong. Well, look at what he's... he did with his uh, body slam. I know. Uh, class. <laughs> Should play ice hockey. Anyway, Oh, moving on. Um, so talking about, <laughs> talking about attackers uh, and talking about... No, not that sort of attack either. Sorry. No, Christ, talking Christ. about football. Jesus. And talking End about... the show. End the show. Quick. <laughs> talking about forwards. Uh, I'm just going to pop up Alan Kennedy's comment here, and I'm going to come to you on this one, Luke. There was a there was watching the back back the highlights. There was a comment made by um, the commentators, and I've not gone back and checked this, but they did say he was in the middle of a goal drought. Now we've had what 16 games, and he scored six goals. Can we really call that a drought? We, we, and I mean, I think I think I think probably what they're comparing it with is is his previous seasons, you know, and he's he's, he's achieved relatively good numbers in both of them, but he's still on course to achieve those and more this season. So um, a drought if he hasn't scored in two or three games playing at number ten is that really a drought? Not for me. Uh, and I think I think even in the games where people have think think he's been quiet, he still brought something to the team that we have missed. Um, and 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 the games he struggles is when he plays further away from Ruta. The games we do really, really well is when he plays so close to Ruta and the other two on the wings as well, um, when he gets more involved. When he has to sit a little bit deeper, that's where we tend to struggle. When 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 uh, sorry, Piro's playing almost more like an eight than a ten, when he's when he's sat in that ten hole and he's, and he's actually linking up with the wingers and the forward, that's where he has his best games for me, uh, and it looks it looks far more convincing because he gets goals and he gets you know assists and or, or, or not even assists, but often often something leading to a goal. But he actually made that goal. It was his touch into 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 Somerville for, first. Yeah, I think yeah. was it Dan James or Somerville won the ball back actually gave it into Piro. Piro gave it into Rutter and Rutter back to Piro. I think maybe wrong. But I think those, it might have been that, Somerville, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, um, but that it was it was that sort of build up. But 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 if you watch him, even in games where we where we, where we struggled to score, Chef Wednesday, it was it was poor because that it was having to come so deep for the ball because they had eight men, ten men behind the ball. Yeah, he was having to come so deep for the ball, and that's not his game. Yeah. That's not his game. His game is one touch football in and around the box, and he and, and look, he took his goal really really well at the weekend. Um, yeah, looks far more involved and far, looks far better when where. When we're on the front foot and when teams aren't going to sit back, that's where we're going to struggle. And we've said that since the start of the season, haven't we? You know, teams are going to the teams that we're going to really toe against is is are the ones that that are quite happy to sit ten men behind a ball and hopefully nick a point or even three points in the last minute. You know what I mean? And and it, yeah, I mean it showed. Plymouth came at us a little bit, and we you know we we were all over them. Yeah, no, I think that's mm. fair. I do, I do. I think that's fair. Um, so in terms of um. Uh, just running through the comments, um, I just want to see anyone that are related to this because there's some about things that we're just going to come on to. Um, oh, here's a question. So um, Liam B has popped up. Whole team played well on Saturday. Man of match for me is Rodon. Very solid display at the back. He's a very angry man, and I appreciate anger in the centre back. But <laughs> man of the match, who, who are you having? Ooh. Dan James. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. I think I I I wouldn't um uh I wouldn't disparage him at all. I thought he had a good game. I might go Jimmy just over him, but I, I, they both played really well. 
Um, I don't think there's a wrong choice, mate, to be fair. I think we're, no. you know, we're very, very lucky at the minute to be able to have so many players in a decent amount of form, you know, and there's no one really having a bad performance and it's such a nice change, you know, from, from last season, watching them all absolutely scraping barrel, you know, just being really, really poor collectively as a side. What's he doing? What the fucking hell? <laughs> <laughs> Did you read that? Was right. smart. So my good friend Jamie's in the comments and he's said, relating to his earlier beard comment, that um, a full beard on Smarty makes him look like a young Yorkshire Ripper. That's nice. <laughs> Rather than a young Burt Reynolds. <clears throat> I'm going to have to uh, change my uh, handle from Ass Gogs Guys to Ass. I might even tick uh, Ass Ripper's fucking name. <laughs> ass Ripper. <laughs> Why Stripper? <laughs> So, yeah, thanks. Apparently, I look like Peter Sutcliffe. Cheers, cheers, Jamie. <laughs> thanks, mate. Um, couple of other comments. Uh, Mark Wright said, some people even made the journey and sat outside the stadium. I didn't realise that. Never. Um, that is a long I way did to see... go with no ticket. I d- what, it Plymouth is. fans? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, did, I did see, um, what's their famous fan called who does all the Pie YouTube? Face, Pie face. I saw the video. You, have you seen the video of him kicking off outside? I didn't know who it was. I saw him kicking I off. Did not, and, and, yeah, I yeah, I didn't. And then I Googled him and found out who yeah. it was. But I didn't, he's famous for playing FIFA or something, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It looks like a right little fucking wet wipe anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so outside he was, he apparently he was having a bit of banter with some Leeds fans. And then somebody somebody said something to me. He was like, look at your fucking walk. I don't know why. what the sort of accent that was. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Jay. <laughs> can't do a play of action. Um, I don't know yeah, what no, I saw that accent that was. Bing back with Hurricane Walker. Right, 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 Yeah, he was just basically carrying on. But apparently he goes to every single game, home and away. That is fair some play. commitment. That. Fair play. Yeah. Fair and again, play. you have to dust I mean, the cap to the Plymouth fans, so, you know. aren't you? Because, you know, it's a fair old trick. And they sold anywhere, that, isn't it? you know, fair, fair play yeah. to them. You know, the, it was a big brother as well, apparently. Him, oh, yeah, yeah that's how he's known. Well. What a, what oh, a bell it? sniffer. Why would you go on some like that? Fucking Jesus. And uh, kudos to the, to the man up, um, in oh, reality TV the other day. I said, the only one that I will watch, and only briefly for the first couple of weeks, is I'm a celeb because I like seeing people and now he's got that fucking cockroaches and shit. Yeah, yeah. A bloody Farage is in it, isn't it? Shit house. Not bad. One and a half million pounds. What a grip. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's going to get paggered in there, though, isn't he? Well, you know, hopefully. He was supposed got... to be like Hancock last year. He got absolutely ripped to bits and all, didn't he? Yeah, but it makes him appear so. human. I don't think it's fair. No, we don't want that. <laughs> no, um, just moving on into, uh, before we get overly political, moving on into a couple of other things. Um Decent win, so this is Scooby. Decent win, should have won, but should have been more comfortable. Felt like 10,000 chances for two, let them back in. I just want to touch on the, this last point. It says library atmosphere towards the end, and you made a point of that um, earlier on, Smarty. It did go really flat, didn't it? Mm. In that second half. And it was yeah, before it was they mad. scored. Yeah, it just, I don't know what it is. I really don't, I can't put my thumb on it because thumb on it, or even finger maybe, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what it, it is. It's a thumb, thumb on a finger. Put your big toe on it if you like. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> we do what we want at the Autonome Better It looks podcast. like a thumb anyway. <laughs> it smells like one. Um, are you from me? Um, yeah, the atmosphere. Uh, 
Yeah, and I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's just... The, I don't know whether it's an air of calm or, you know... It, 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 who knows? But it's just, it proper dips and you'll hear little pockets of noise here, there and everywhere. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll try and, try and do a bit. But I suppose when you've got a very quiet away section, if they're getting dicked, they don't make any noise. You know, like like at Uddersfield, you know, we, we made a, a, a quite a lot of noise and a, a decent atmosphere for a good 20 minutes into the second half and it just kind of just meandered out and it would just it would just that, that's it yeah it was just like oh you know if you're not going to sing then we're not going to sing and then obviously they start piping up then football in a, a library don't they wankers <laughs> i made a fucking peep all night but yeah i don't know what it is um i did it didn't feel fan. nervous really though you know you know sometimes the nerves at ellen road can be palpable it didn't feel like that to me it just felt flat there was no ellen road rumble or whatever they call it you know when it, when it starts stuff starts going a bit wrong or a bit you know we should yeah. be doing better or whatever and you can start hearing either that the, that like the hum noise the of people murmur. talking a lot yeah. yeah yeah there's like a bit of a hum it want that it would just like people just sat there like should we just fuck it off you know <laughs> should we just go <laughs> home should, you know, can, it's it's weird and it's uh, the second time it's happened again this season Did yeah you, I, I must have been absolutely fucked by this point because I don't you remember were. this. <laughs> you're always fucked yeah I mean that's that's probably right yeah I remember I remember the first half and I thought their fans were quite good even at 2-0 yeah. down they were no they were in first half I got 2-0 down didn't make a but peep I, after but this I, I always feel that the second that that, that that our fans I mean it all our, 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 our atmosphere starts either in the cheese wedge or the south stand doesn't it generally speaking yeah. every now and then yeah. you'll hear something coming from the north stand but that bounce that tends to bounce off the away fans and what they're doing yeah. Yeah. if there's not mm-hmm. a lot of noise coming from there and at 2-0 yeah. down they've all had a pint a cut and a pint and they come back and they're 2-0 down and they're not in the game they didn't really do much I remember that much but I don't remember us not being that quiet no it did it must have it did go really there flat pockets and... of noise like I say but and oh, Cheese were doing flat. the South Stand give us a song and East Stand give us a song and, and, and all of that, trying to get it going. And um, where were you when we were milk? And then... Chino's, 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 give us a song. Um, it's a long well, way to Plymouth in Chino's. <laughs> yeah. Was that the second half we were singing that? Yeah. Was it? Because I, I, I was in Cheese, so I, I, didn't, I didn't hear all of that until afterwards. Uh, at one point, actually, I thought they were chanting Gino. Um, and I thought that would that would a, a new nickname for for Ruta because I couldn't really work out what were going on. But I would at other end it's Dan. No, we started singing Jorginho at him. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what I would. Like, like where where I am, like FA six, FA five. We usually are quite noisy. We have a bit of bounce off between when you get into kind of middle-ish, I suppose. You might lose a little bit of that 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 initial yeah. contact you've got. You know, you right smack back yeah. next to each yeah, other. Yeah. That but, is where uh, the most of the noise is. Yeah, and that and like say cheese over side, but it was it was really really a bit subdued really in the second half. Yeah, so. no, I, whatever it is, you Give you try and book. put your thumb on it or whatever it is, and um, and we'll see if we can work it out in future. Um, right, so um, that's the game, and that takes us on to a bit of this. Water, no better predictions. Um, so. Uh, dead straightforward one this time. Um, in fact, I don't have them in front of me, but I can remember them all. Every single person got a point. Um, so uh, Bren is um, twenty points clear at the top. He's five points clear at the top. Uh, he was. Um, yeah, he was on. Oh, I'm, I'm is he five points? Because I've got your league pr- uh, positions from last last uh, week. 
And obviously, if I'm adding a point on it, it's quite easily to, to change. But Bren was on 19 and you were on 16. No, no, no. There were some more after that because we'd missed. There were three ah, games okay. that somehow had gone missing through the season. Okay, Watford, Saints and something else. Um, okay. It won't surprise you to find that um, hardly anybody got um, any points from the Saints game. But the Watford game, uh, at least Luke got three points. I think Bren might have got five points from that one. Um, so, yeah, there were some others. But... Um, I got five. Was it five? Um, I can't it matters that. anyway. Who cares? These um, people watching don't give a fuck. Let's be honest. No, no, they don't. They don't. They don't give a fuck at all. But the fans got one point as well. So well done to the fans. Uh, I'm in it now. Right. So it's just opening up. Um, so yeah, the uh, the standings are. Um, Bren is five point clear. Five points clear of me. I'm four points clear of Smarty, who Ooh. is one point clear of both Luke and Carl together. Uh, yes. Then there's six points back to the fans. And then Jay looks like a midget. He's so far behind us. Um, <laughs> it is a long way back. Um, uh, right, so I it? went 3 1. How far away is he? <laughs> How far away are they? Uh, I went 3 1. Fans went 4 1. Smarty went 3 0. Luke went 4 1. Carl went 3 1. Jay went 4 1. And Bren went 2 0. So he was very close, actually, um, to getting the, the whole five. And that would have been putting him a long way clear. So we need to uh, Do you know what? Go back in. I've just noticed Bren always puts his prediction in very, very late compared to us lot. Make of that what <laughs> so you this, will. This, this goes back Make of to that's the what conversation you will. I had in our chat about, you know, we have to have a cutoff limit, I think. Because as yeah. news comes out through the week and players, certain players <laughs> come in and certain players coming out and stuff. Apparently I changed. it's Bren's son doing change the my... predictions anyway. Is it? <laughs> that's what he wants to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Kobe knows all about football, <laughs> and Bren's Bren. So yeah, no, it is. It is Kobe. Now it makes sense. Gives him the prediction. Very fun. <laughs> um, yeah, no snitches get stitches. I've heard, but um, but yeah, no, that is true. <laughs> um, so uh, that's the prediction. So um, there are a couple of other comments that just lead us on to some other things. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, so um, just from a, a position of looking at the other football that happened, 
uh, and uh, Leeds players doing quite well elsewhere. Uh, I don't know if you saw the fact that he won the free kick. I don't know if you've seen the free kick. It was a bit of a belter. Have you seen it back? Absolute smoking. Yeah. Smoking free kick that. Really well taken. And from a fair old distance as well, wasn't it? What it about bloody uh, 40 yards? 30 to 40 yards away? Could be 30 yards, 40 yards, 50 yeah. yards. I would have said there was twenty five, but hey, when you're when when you're measuring, you always had a bit on, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, I mean, the great thing about it is we're going to be playing Burrow, and he's not going to be able to play against us. So that you nice, know, yeah, that, <laughs> that's quite nice, um, Agent Sam. Um, but uh, he is doing pretty well, and it was against Leicester, which is quite nice. Leicester. Um, <laughs> that's it. So two games in a row, two defeats, two yeah. Leeds players. That's that's. But that's, but, that's but, but, nice. but but we're eleven. We're eleven points clear though. They went. They had a chance. Ipswich had a chance they to go can. seventeen. No, Leicester. If Leicester had beaten us at the time, I think they would have gone seventeen yeah, points above us. Fourteenth clear. Yeah, because it'd have been a six-point yeah. swing, wouldn't it? Yeah, they would have gone seventeen points above us. It's now back down to is it eight? Eight. Yeah. Yeah, we're only eight. Yeah, I think they're joint on points with Ipswich, aren't they? Um, so, uh, yeah, no, a, a lovely goal. Well taken. That £1.5 million must be looking quite uh, quite the prospect to them because I think that's the agreed price if he goes. I can't believe we've let him go for that, mate. It doesn't Fuck seem me. like the best deal on our part, but he won't one play football, will he? Fucking hell. Yeah, but £1.5 million, though. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, to so... be fair, though... Before he started for fucking Middlesbrough, you'd have snapped the hand off for a million half for what he's actually done for us, wouldn't you? He's not. Oh, he wasn't no. playing, was he? But he, even he, when he did, yeah, but he wasn't he playing in midfield. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, playing he on the left wing for them. He was still making appearances in Premier League and stuff. You'd think even that is a you know. Some yeah, kind of, I get you know, it. Ped, I get you it. You know what I mean? There's some kind of label if you if you and he's an English English player played at Premier are League we, a little bit. Are we really going to miss hell. him all that much? No, but it, you know, I want more money. Fuck him. He didn't bring. And it's Borough. <laughs> fuck Borough. Fucking. It didn't bring a lot. It didn't bring a lot. fingered fucking. But yeah, he's been playing. He's been playing sort of a left, left wing, left attacking midfield type hybrid role for them. It's, it's a bit weird yeah. position. Like I've never seen him. Never seen him play there really. Um, but it suits him. He was signed him. as a forward though, wasn't he? He was a forward at Arsenal. Striker. Oh, we signed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. scoring for fun in twenty ones, wasn't he? He was like yeah, scoring yeah. every other. Like, him and him and Joffy were literally ripping it up in the twenty ones. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, so yeah, um, I, I think it's it's great to see um, some loan players doing well. It's great to see others not doing so well. Um, <laughs> the comments that Brendan Aronson made—I um, don't know if that was before or after the last main pod. I can't remember you talking about before, it. Oh yeah, we we spoke about it briefly, briefly. Right. Um, I I just well, like to, welcome to talk to about it again. You can fuck yeah. off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's that any fucker. Then. <laughs> Anyone that's decided to jump ship, you can go and get yourself fucked right off. Especially he forced his way out, didn't he? Yeah. Especially, Especially if the ship. and Adams and, 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 and Harrison and all of them, actually. Fuck them. Yeah, all of them. Fuck them. <laughs> Every single um, one of them. So, talking about uh, players leaving the clubs. Smart, I'm going to come to you to talk about this bit because you've got something Ooh. prepped for about Have some I? young men. Well, you were making some notes. Steady on, fucking hell. First I'm getting called fucking Yorkshire Ripper, <laughs> and now you're saying I've got Yorkshire things to Ripper. say about young blokes. Christ alive. Now he's Rolf Harris. I'll be having a knock on the door, you, James. <laughs> fucking hell, I'm sorry. It wasn't me, honestly. Can you tell what it is, you? <laughs> sake. 
Um, are you re- are you referring to Mr. Finlay um, Garman going to Manchester yeah, City well for, a seven, <laughs> for a seven-figure uh, fee? The one. <laughs> yes, yes. Apparently, they've uh, hoodwinked us and and snatched him from under our uh, under our carpet, or whatever you want, however you want to call it. Yeah, they've. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm going with this. So it looks like we're being raided by a couple of Premier League clubs uh, for the three players specifically. Phil Gorman, who has already gone to City. Archie Gray is being tapped up by Liverpool and other uh, teams, apparently. And so is his brother, Harry Gray. Um, it's looking like they're going to be child snatched. So it's those people that are taking them. They're taking our kids off as the bastards. It's them that should be in trouble. Not me, Gilly. <laughs> bastard. Um, so yeah, what what do we think of that then? Because uh, to be fair, I really didn't know much about Finley Gorman, so I'm not that bothered if I'm totally honest. Um, Harry I think Gray. If you, look at his, if you look at Gorman's impact when he first came into the under 18s, he was 14 years old and scored two goals and set one up. Um, Not his and, debut for the 18s. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and you know he, he was scoring for fun. I think he scored in something like his first 10 games in the under 18s as a 14, 15 year old. It takes some doing uh, to act up in terms of age like that. At that level, if you think of the the, the way your body develops from 14 years old to 18 years old, it's that's quite the feat. Um, but yeah. that said, I still don't know that much about him. <laughs> um, no. I've, I've, I've seen some little bits and, and, and so on, but only after he's gone. So you, you, you'd I, like to think that the club has got some sell-on stuff in there. I think the difficulty we've got, Gilly, is that you can't sign a professional contract until you're 16. So, you know, he's going to be lured with the promise of mega money. His parents have probably yeah. said, look, you know, his parents have had a massive say because he's, he's obviously not old to make these not decisions. Older. His parents yeah. have had to, uh, as his guardians, have had uh, have made the decision for him. Now, we could have offered him the same amount of money to stay, but even still, you know, that we're talking about, you know, we're talking about mega, mega money over at City and, and we yeah. just... You know, we we you can't guarantee that he's going to make it. I mean, even at fourteen, you know, you you look at you look at some players who were expected to be. Was it was it Tom Tywo went to Tywo. Chelsea yeah. and and a, and a couple of others? Um, and I know that. I mean, it's not always comparable, but um, yeah, for to, to get a record fee for this lad, is we obviously expecting big things. I think I just seen somebody in there say, and the comments say he scored twenty goals in nine games this season already, and I'm not sure what level that is, but it takes some going even at amateur level. Does that at any age group? So um, when he's doing it against other academies, it's obviously he's obviously he's he's obviously got something about him for for City to even be tied around him. Um, so yeah, it's a real shame. It's a real shame, but look, it, that that's that's the way football that that's the way the football pyramid works. We did the same to Wigan when we took Joffy off him yeah. for a million quid, um, yeah. and we thought we were getting a twenty million, thirty million player for a million quid, and that's just that is just the way football works. And it's a, it is a shame, and it's unfortunate. How much I think I'll we'll be mo- sell Joffy for? <laughs> well, I think I think if I think Greenwood's gone for one and a half. Yeah, but at the same time and by the same rationale, you know, you look at Nanto. And if he does go, he's going to be going for quite a lot of money and we didn't sign him for that much. So, you know, it is, like you say, that's the footballing pyramid and the the, the big boys with all of the success and all of the money, regardless of how you think about where that money came from, can do that. And and we do that to clubs further down the, further down the, the league. I think, um, what it, £50,000 that we signed Jermaine Beckford for? Um, yeah, I, think. I think from, from Wilson. Um, that Wilson, we got him from, yeah, it might have been fifty, but it's something around that, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, so, I think, you know, I think <laughs> of, the, of the ones, 
of the ones mentioned, I think I'd be more upset about the Greys. I think they'll have... Yeah. But, but on the other side, obviously, Archie's got a professional contract. Harry hasn't. Um, yeah. But I think we will have a little bit more influence in their decision I to stay so. um, yeah. Yeah. With, with, obviously, the history. Now, I'm not expecting them to stay forever because that's what Eddie did by any, by any means. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think they'll be advised slightly differently to, to yeah, how yeah. potentially fin, Finley they've was. Got a good, they'll um, have a good support network. That actually means something. They're, they're, they're kind of like part of the fabric. You know, the whole gray name is part of the fabric of the club in it. You know, it's an established yeah. name within the Leeds culture, really. Let's be, let's be honest. It is. Um, it is. You know, and, uh, but and uh, you know, like... even then, <clears throat> you know, even though he's on a uh, professional contract because he's under 18, it's only two years. So if, if somebody does buy him out of his contract, we're not going to get as much as we would next year. So it is. Here's a question. It is a Here's test a question. The, the numbers touted around Archie Gray, I've seen 40 and 50 million. It'd be very difficult for the club to turn our nose up at that. Yeah. There's no way they absolutely. could turn it up. Absolutely. No I'd be absolutely gutted. I'd be gutted. Yeah, you would be. It, there's no way. There's no and way. you can understand them letting him go for passion. that. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah. it's it's really uh, that that's 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 the realists among us. And then you've got people saying, "Nah, he's worth seventy. It could be set worth seventy, eighty, or a hundred million in a few years' time." Look at what Jude Bellingham went for: thirty million in a calf from a cash-strapped Birmingham at the time. Um, well, yeah, but we're talking about Jude Bellingham, arguably one of the best players in the world now. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Archie's mm-hmm. got 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 all that. He's got all the tools that he can probably get to that level. But there's no guarantee he's ever going to get there. No, so there's no guarantees at all. Do you know what? He might get injured next week, and that's why you can't knock the young players taking the money as early as they can because they might never get there, and if they never get there, then they've missed that opportunity. Mm. They're going to have to find a different life in something else, and they don't, 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 you can't be – I mean, I've, I've never been one, but my perception is it's very difficult to be a Premier League footballer and be good at something else enough to make a career of it. So um, you know they've they've got they've got one opportunity at it, and you know you, you do see players that get bad injuries and are not the same afterwards. If that's happening to a a young player and something does go untoward, then they'd always then regret not taking that money at the point at which it were offered, wouldn't they? So you, you can't you can't knock them, and you can't knock the families. I don't think for taking that option when it's such a young. I think fifty player. million's a pipe dream as well. I don't know who's coming yeah, up with that figure, but there's absolutely no chance that it goes for that. Not even half, I wouldn't say. No, at this point, if I'm being honest, no chance. I'd like to think what that he's What and do you think? What do you think? Our team first, rather than going somewhere to do a Calvin and sit on a fucking bench, or even worse, sit in someone's academy for a few years. What do you think the club would accept for him at this stage and this 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 window in January? I don't think they would. I think they'll do the best because I, I don't think that the the offers will be high enough for them to be able to go. Do you know what? That's actually quite tempting. I really, really don't. I think what do you want to be considered quite tempting? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that we'll get offered more than ten or fifteen million for them. I don't. I really don't. And so I if it was offered twenty, club. regardless of whether twenty is a pipe dream or not, is it tempting mm. the club? Is that what you're saying? I think if 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 they put twenty million, and I think the club would probably be tempted by twenty million. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think so. Is it, a it would depend team? on clauses and that as well, I suppose. <clears throat> Absolutely, selling clauses and all that other stuff that gets you. You know, luckily we haven't got that fucking idiot running show regarding contracts and stuff anymore. So you'd like to think that you know, it's like Calvin Phillips. Oh, hundred million pound player, fucking you! Are we've sold him for a toffee crisp and a fucking banana? <laughs> you know, that, that's you know, that's the sort of idiot that we had running the show back then. You know, you know, with the uh, with the other lads that are in there now, the names of uh, I forget the names. 
Um, you know, we're a professionally run outfit, of course. You know, we always uh, we're all <laughs> up to date with all the latest and greatest. But yeah, it's. Um, I, I think realistically, I don't see Liverpool or whoever might want to pry in from us um, coming in with less. Um, so with more than ten or fifteen million, on it. but I do think the club would be fucking stupid to sell him on yeah. that. Because if yeah. we do happen to go up, his value shoots up, and if he does happen to get uh, game time, which I'm pretty certain he will do, if we if he's still within our team in the Premier League, you know his his value is just going to increase, and he'll be a hell of an asset to keep hold of. And and you know, like I say, but we we don't know, do we? You know, they could come and slap a twenty five million quid in because it's scousers in it, and they've got money to play with. So Premier League money in it. Fez, Fez. So um, who knows? So um, other play, other people. Sorry, uh, leaving the club. So the news has come out now that Scooby's taking the Lincoln job. Uh, so Liam B's popped up and said, "Sad to lose him. Wish him all the best moving forward." Um, he did give us a, um, a a good memory or two, didn't he? So uh, yeah. I think we pr- probably all wish him well. He's a, a bit of a shame because I think he's highly regarded as a coach, but. Um, you can't knock somebody, can you? Going and uh, uh, and trying to make a name for himself as a as a number one. No, no, absolutely not. All the best. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to him. Um, and just around um, good news, Luke. I think you had uh, uh, a bit of good news to share as well. <laughs> Face says otherwise. I'm assuming it's not yours, but there was a there, there was a bit. Oh of good news yeah, sorry, Craig. Yeah, no. But, um, Jesus Christ! It's a good job you didn't. a good job you didn't give that to me then. I was like, I was like, what the fuck have I spoken about that I'm not going to speak what about? And he's thrown me under a bus here. No, um, no. Uh, Bridie Hannon, captain of Leeds ladies, whose friend of the podcast has announced she is having a, a, a new Leeds fan fan. Join the family, so she yeah, she's having a she's having a baby. So congratulations, Bridie from congratulations, Bridie, congratulations. Um, so I was just looking through some more of the comments actually that I've uh, run out of the um <laughs> run out of the starred ones. Um, so just as I look, is there anything else that you guys would want to uh, want to call out at this point? Um. Well, we've got I no suppose. game to look forward to apart from that shite international stuff. Um, I don't even so know what day really. they're playing or who they're playing. I, I don't, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> don't, not a clue. Don't care. Do not care. No, I... Well, Cal- uh, nah, is Calvin I... been selected? Is Calvin playing? Not that we give a fuck. Is Jude Bellingham? No, Jude Bellingham's not even playing, so it's not even worth Jude no. to watch him, is it? Fuck, you know. He's... We've qualified now. Do you know what I mean? It's it's. I I wouldn't even bothered about the qualifiers before that. So I'm not even. I'm I'm less bothered now, until until the actual still Germany. Mm. So, I have a question for you both. Actually, go on well, then. Uh, Joe Rodon and his rumored twenty million pounds that um, Spurs have uh, latched onto him. Is it worth spending twenty million quid on him when we go to the Premier League, or is it? Are we going to be uh, fishing in a different market? Oh, you go first on. if you want to go. Yeah, I think I think I think if if we go up, it's a no-brainer. Uh, he knows the squad, he knows the he knows the club, he knows Farker, um, and he's quite clearly uh, uh, a good footballer and, and a good footballer. He gets Leeds United. He's just slotted in like uh, he, he's very much like ben, reminds me very much of what Ben White did for us when uh, under Bielsa, uh, and. and and that's that's sort of the type of comparison. I don't think he's the same type of player by any means, but the fact that we've brought him in, um, loaned him from, you know, from 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 a Premier League club that 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 is well thought at, and um, 
yeah, I just, I just think, I just, I just think he, he just seems to get everything about Leeds. We get him, and and he's slowly becoming a fan favourite. And you know, we we love to fall in love with loan players, don't we? And unfortunately, I'm falling in love with him. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I would absolutely, absolutely snap their hands off for twenty million if we got promoted. I think, I think if we don't get promoted, which is um, obviously worst case scenario, I think they'll be. Other suitors for him if he's not given a yeah, chance yeah. at Spurs. I think I think there'll be uh, either a promoted club from from the Championship this year, or there'll be some sort of mid-table type sides that will that'll take a punt at twenty million without a doubt. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely spot on. I think um, I would look to sign him for that amount if we get promoted, and if we don't, I think there's very very little chance that we could possibly do a deal. Um, uh, I, th- I think he's going to um, be in a position where he can pretty much name his club because he. Uh, uh, I think he'll be running down his contracts by that point. Um, so yeah, there'll be, um, there'll be the big Dom Revy in the comments has just said alluded to that. It says at the end of the season he's only got one year left on his contract, so no, fifteen million tops. We're talking. I mean, we're talking about five million here between. You know, I mean, if that's their price yeah. they've set, and we don't offer that, there'll we be somebody know, else that'll offer that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, this is we're talking. We're, we're always talking hypothetically. We'll never yeah, ever know the truth, and and that's why we that's why we do this because we talk about rumors. But what we um, don't want is a Ben White situation where they yeah. go, "No, you're not having him for that. You, it's this," and we go, "Fucking hell, no." You know, twenty million, I think, is more than enough because we don't actually know how he's going to perform in Premier League. It's a completely different kettle of fish in it. So you know, it might yeah. Be I mean, Ben White shy. did have a season back at Brighton before Arsenal signed him. Yeah, didn't exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they they yeah. saw he was capable. Oh, um, oh it January. He might have gone back for half a season and then signed in January, actually. But, but you're right. He went, he went straight there. Could've he went been. back to Brighton Could've first. Been. You know what it's like when we get players on loan for another loan? We'll never do it. Hey. And then they turn out to be absolutely shit when we sign them properly. <laughs> Love you, mate. Here's a question. Um, I, I've, I've been informed tonight. I've, I've not fact-checked Steve everything. Evans. But... I'll tell you what, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> you reckon it will be, Steve? So, Jess Young no. asked one who will be manager of Rotherham come next Friday. Um, you don't think it'll be uh, Colin? Oh, no, nah, I think I think there's more Just chance for Steve Shannon. Evans. He's been <laughs> Steve Evans has already been there, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, has um, has Colin not been at Rotherham before as well? Uh, I don't think don't so. believe so. Is he not? Okay. Maybe, uh, yeah, so. maybe you're right, but um, he might end up going back to town when Darren Moore gets sacked. Probably <laughs> Darren Moore, Moore, Darren Moore's shite army. You shite, get out of our you club. wank. <laughs> okay, um, uh, so la- la- last last point I wanted to make he is, has been at uh, Rotherham. He has been, at so they both have. Both yeah, been at Leeds, both well, been at Held on, one of them will come in and they'll get three points. Yeah, yeah. he has been at Rotherham. <laughs> I'm just looking at the amount of teams that Neil Warnock's managed. It honestly. must be an absolutely mental <laughs> amount of teams. Like, he's been there since frigging like, and he's been managing since uh, uh, late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Early 80s, and he's, and early he's managed. 80s, yeah. He started at Gainsborough Trinity. Christ. Um. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 19 jobs he's had. Some of them are repetitive. Wow. Huddersfield, Huddersfield, QPR, repeat themselves. Uh, Cardiff. How many times have been at Cardiff? Just once? Uh, yes. Yeah. Chef United. Yeah, Huddersfield. It was at Huddersfield three times. Oh, no, really? twice. <laughs> twice. Nuts. Wow. Bloody nuts. 
So that there's the, the Rotherham piece, and then we did touch upon it when we talked about um, Sam Greenwood's goal, but Leicester City's two losses on the bounce, is that their bubble burst? I mean, they're a hard they're team to beat at home, aren't they? And they look like they're uh, starting to do a little bit now, the Borough. And, and to be fair, it were only a matter of time, really, given what they were doing last season. They were there or thereabouts, weren't they, last season? You know, I think Carrick is, you know, he's a Carrick, scummer, but he's rated as a yeah. coach, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, so fair play to him. But get out of his fucking way. Piss off out of his way. <laughs> we're fucking going. We're off. Yeah, I think... I think, the league. Yeah. I think for me, Leicester... Um, They've got a lot of class, but but they have got that African Cup of Nations coming up and they're going to lose some vital players in January. Uh, oh, there was another point made about Ipswich as well, losing a, a yeah. couple of big players as well, which I didn't realise yeah. at the time. Sam what, Mo- African Cup of Nations? Yeah. Sam yeah. Moses is Egyptian, I think. I played for Egypt. And then their other one of their other players, I think he's going to a- the Asian Cup. He's on Aussie, I think. Is that right? Right. I'm not uh, sure. Somebody wow. in the comments said that Ipswich were losing a couple during the same period. Let me try so. and find it. There we go. Uh, Michael Brown. Uh, Ipswich will lose two yeah. important players in Jan Feb. Captain Wongo. Sam Morsi likely to be in Egypt squad and Massimo Luongo in the Australia squad for the Asian Cup tournament. Morsi will be a big miss for them. Um, yeah, but then yeah. you, and then you look at Leicester. I mean, we don't have anybody going out there to reference. Have we got anybody with African descent? No. I don't think so. No. Um, certainly, no, nothing's been named when I've seen any no. of the stories about the other clubs that are losing players. That'll be summer. <laughs> um, um, but it, but uh, Leicester, I think, could lose five. Yeah, wow. and that's gonna um, that's gonna bother them, you know. That's gonna that's gonna upset the apple cart. I think I think if we if we start catching them and catching them now, I think if we can keep it down to anything between sort of five and ten points and keep it at that up until the the Christmas after Christmas. I think I think there's a good chance that we can start to pull away then. And it is just after the Christmas break, Christmas and New is, Year yeah. break, and then they go to African almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and nice that, that's thick and fast fixtures, isn't it? Ooh, yeah. Smash fuck out of me, Wassim nice Boy. Where's he not from? In, not in the top Moroccan, of the isn't he? <laughs> Wassim Boy. If he was still here, what he'd be going to. Was he Moroccan? I couldn't tell you. I might have made that up. Might have made that up. Um, but yeah, I, I think I th- you know the, the players they're going to lose. Ian Acho and Didi. Um, one of the wings the thing is that they know this though they're not bloody stupid they'll have money they'll have money to spend in January to bolster their fucking numbers won't they I mean come on it's just whether they're effective or not that's all would they would they risk spending money for the sake of a if they're in, if they're still at top of the league at that point and they know they're going to lose a hell of a lot of their quality talent then they're going to spend money aren't they they're going to gamble aren't they they've got to so what you're I saying is they're going to spend it either way because if they're not top, pretty much they're, they're going to need to spend it to be able to maintain. I think the loan market's going yeah, to go bonkers so. in January for Championship sides. Absolutely Maybe. bonkers. Maybe we've already Did stated they? that we're going to we've left two spots <clears> free. So look, we're, we're we're looking to bring one or two in in, in January loans. Yeah. Don't forget January the. the um, the transfer mar- the transfer market ends at the end of January, so they will have already been away for four weeks. Come the end of the market, so they would yeah. only be investing them for maybe potentially up to a couple of weeks, depending on how the players do in that in the respective cups cups and things. So, um, yeah. But no, I think I think I think we're I think we're in a really really good position, um, and I think you know with, with some fixtures, some tough fixtures coming up, as well as some 
some slightly easier ones. I think we have got some really tough fixtures coming up though. Blackburn away will be will be difficult. Um, yeah, we've got we've got Sunderland as well soon. I think there's 7,700 tickets available for that Blackburn mm. one, isn't it? It's yes, going to be quite it's, it's, half, it's an half 12 kickoff though. It's yeah, a shit yeah. kickoff time, isn't it? Loads. Them and Preston, Deepdale, we've always had loads at Deepdale yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we have let's have a run through fixtures then. His next then. five games is Rotherham um, away, Swansea at home, which is a midweeker. We've got Borough uh, at home on the 2nd of December. Then we've got Blackburn away and Sunderland away on the bounce. Then we've got frigging Coventry and Ipswich afterwards and Preston. So this December is going to be a tough month. It's tough that for everybody. That is a tough though. month, that. That is a tough how month, much, is that? How much money, um, if you had to make a bet, how much money would you put on Jack Clark scoring against us? <laughs> My house. <laughs> it's pretty much nailed on, isn't it? Um, he's, he's got Sorry, who was already. the next five? Who was the next five? Oh. Rotherham away, Swansea at home. Rotherham, Swansea at home, Borough at home, Burrow. Blackburn away, Sunderland away. That's it. That's five. Right, what are we taking from them five then? Oh, I think that's a win. I think that's a win. I think that's a draw. I think that's a draw. I think that's a draw. Nine 13. points for me. Thirteen for me. Ooh, where we're dropping two points. Draw away at Sunderland. Yeah, I think Sunderland could be a banana skin. That. I so think I've Blackburn given... could as well. I think we might. Yeah. I'm going to go draws for them too. To be fair. So I've I gone. We'll, we'll, yeah, I've gone. Rotherham away win. Swans at home win. <clears throat> Borough home. I think a draw because I think they play quite well. Blackburn away draw and Sunderland away away draw. Yeah, but don't forget, Sam Greenwood's been playing well for him. He can't play against us. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think we'll. we'll I think. I think we'll beat. I think we'll beat Borough. Um, so, I think it'll I be think a good game. I think. Yeah, it will be. Play I, football. I, just think... I think that'll play into our hands, though. So I think. I think we'll be all right there. How much so, stronger um, at home? Smarty's saying that that's two away draws, and I'm just making a note of that so that when it comes to his predictions, he doesn't start going off. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You're going to go fucking smash him. No, it was Jay that were crying about it because I gave him minus points because he went for a draw and we won. Yeah, well, I can't take it, can I? He's not happy. He's not happy. You'd be happy going unbeaten with them, though, with two wins and three draws, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, really, the way we've been playing, we need to be beat. We, we should be, but all right, it's beating the all of them teams. And we let's be. face it, our, our own form. So, uh, the, the next three, we should be winning all three. Yeah, we should. We should beat Rotherham away, and then it's Swansea, Middlesbrough at home. And we have been strong at home. So, I, I, I do How think Swansea doing mid league, mid table, are they? I think. They are Gander, 17. They've won nowhere the near fucking five. Um, so yeah, I'm, really I'm, I'm, I'm looking to beat them. They they are joint on points with Birmingham, who are absolutely ass. That beat yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, but that would be fun. Yeah, we had in, <laughs> <wasn't> it? <laughs> but I say they, they, yeah, they were, yeah, there's that, and we had no freaking players because everyone were on fucking strike. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Um. Right, okay, I'm out of uh, points of conversation. So, anything else to raise before we jump off? Um, any uh, AMC news? Still in brand if it'll be there. Nothing's changed, yeah, I don't think. It's all sure. relevant still, I think. Hope. Here we go. Uh, just 
Yeah, still there. So twenty fourth of November, uh, pool and snooker nights, Northern Snooker Centre on Kirkstone Road. Come for a few games of pool in the chat. We'll have a table upstairs. And Saturday the twenty fifth, walk and talk with mental health mates. Uh, it's a peer support walking group at Randy Park. Meeting for eleven a.m. outside the Lakeside Lakeside Cafe. And just a reminder that all the events are open to everyone, friends, families, partners, etc. Um, it's just um, it's meant only for the evenings at AMC on the Monday nights. Aha. Um, just Aha. another thing. I did see uh, Jess, who, who's in the chat, just saying that she's got at hospital for some scans. So wish you all the best for those scans and, and hope it all goes well. Um, yes. All the best um, for your scans. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, there was something else I wanted to say and I've completely fucking forgot. It was on the tip of my bloody tongue. It was on the tip of my toe, in smartest words. Do you know what? Here's, here's one. Um, Nestle can get fucked right off because oh, they are cancelling the yes. Caramac. And this oh, is yeah. just the animal. unacceptable. And the Animal Bars. Oh, I've missed that. They're doing that as well. An- animal Bars That's have gone as well. Cadbury's, though. Bastards. Absolute bastards. Oh, no. Nope. Cadbury's is wildlife bars, isn't it? Fucking hell. <laughs> you can still buy the Caramilks by... Um, by Cadbury's though, so it's not all bad, but Caramac they're not is, the same. They're not the same. Caramac is better. Caramac's better. And do you know what I've never got about a Caramac? Why do they never break properly? Down <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Ever. It's they're like little pins of glass, aren't they? They're always on piss. Like, you think you're going to snap <laughs> me, but you can fuck off. All I'm just I don't think I've ever got one. Unless you get a knife, there's no way of getting it exact every time. I'll just Freeze have a piece it. of Caramac. You've got a score alt piece. I'll have to have a piece first. now to even it out. Maybe that's why they do it. They build faults into it so you don't stop eating it and then you buy more. Fucking bastards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, happy birthday for tomorrow, Saldi. How old is he? Stick that in, he says. Stick that in. Stick it in. I reckon. In. Shall we all have a guess? Don't tell us your age, Saldi. Let's have a guess. South I reckon 41. Two. <laughs> I was going to say one. <laughs> 42, I've said. Go on, Smarty. Say 43 just so you've got them all above. I'm going to go 48. Come on then, Salfie. Let's have a bet. Come on, Salfie. Tell us how old you are tomorrow. This not is right really now. not going to be good listening for the uh, for the dun, audio dun, people dun, later dun, on. Dun, dun, dun. 47! Fucking sick. Danny asks, what has a hazelnut in every bite? And that is squirrel shit. Fucking hell. Uh, when we're talking about the chocolate bar, though, that was topic, which is ace, but they're always been far too small and even smaller these days. Yeah, um, I'm, anyway. I'm doing my own editing, um, so yeah. I'm going to call it there. Unless there's <laughs> anything else you want to mention, you've got the another 30 Oh, really quickly, really quickly. Well, well done to Carl uh, of the podcast. Uh, ah, yes. Sunday night. Carl did a... Uh, a ultra comedy night where he had six minutes to to do a, a stand up show effectively uh, for charity. I think he raised raised money for the British Heart Foundation, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, I went to watch him. Absolutely class. Really well done, mate. From us all. So yeah, well done. Yeah, well done, mate. Looking forward yeah, to seeing the video. Good shout. Well done, Carl. Yeah, and um, we'll we'll all be uh, no doubt sharing that and laughing at him, laughing with him. I have no idea because I wasn't there. So uh, we'll laugh at him he, every day. So it'd be nice to laugh with him. That's wouldn't it. it. Uh, but it takes some stones to get up and do that, um, especially from what you were saying, uh, 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 the crowd size as well. So, yeah, no, fair play to Carl on that one. Um, yeah, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me this evening. And thank you to everybody for getting involved in the comments. And we will be back at some point in the future with some else shit to talk about. Nice one. Great, See you Scott! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We've three years worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.